Good morning, Prophet. Good morning, Apostle. Good morning, everyone. Praise God. All right. God bless you. Praise God for you. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for sending your word again today. Now, in the name of Jesus, is your say that people hear, they, re- they believe, and they receive their healing in Jesus' name. Father, you want people to understand. Your word declares get knowledge and get wisdom, but in all if you're getting, get understanding. So we pray this morning in Jesus' name for every person under the sound of our voice that hear, understand, we pray that they receive in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Oh my God. Let's go back into the same conversation that we were in last time. And I told you this week we'll go deeper. Y'all remember that? So let's let, let me start here. Go to Jeremiah chapter thirty three in verse six. Jeremiah 33 and verse 6. Behold, I bring, I will bring it health and cure, and I will cure them and will reveal unto them the abundance of peace and truth. He will reveal to you, but there's a lot of revealing going on. Mm Mm-hmm. This year of 2023, will we go from revelation to restoration? But you can't have restoration unless something is revealed to you. Revelation Mm -hmm. knowledge be revealed to you. Read that verse again. Behold, I will bring it health and cure, and I will cure them. And will reveal unto them the abundance of peace and truth. He's going to reveal to you in abundance what? Peace. Peace and truth. And truth. You see, the Bible says the law came by Moses. But grace. came by Jesus Christ. Mm. Now, this is very interesting here. Very interesting. Let's look at uh, Exodus chapter 23. And let's look at verse 20. Twenty-six. Exodus twenty-three, verses twenty through twenty-six. Absolutely. Behold, behold, I send an angel before thee to keep thee in the way and to bring thee into the place which I have prepared. Twenty-one. 
Beware, be aware of him and obey his voice. Provoke him not, for he will not pardon your transgressions, for my name is in him. Verse mm. 22. But if thou shalt indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy unto thine enemies and an adversary unto thine adversaries. Verse 23. For mine angel shall not, my, I'm sorry, for my angel shall go before thee and bring thee in unto the Amorites and the Hittites and the Persiasites and the Canaanites, the Hivites and the Jebusites, and I will cut them off. Look at verse there. 20, verse 24. Thou shalt not bow down to their gods, nor serve them, nor do after their works, but thou shalt utterly overthrow them and quite break down their images. Verse 25. And ye shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water, and I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. And verse 26 says, There shall nothing cast their young nor be barren in thy land, the name, the number of thy days I will fulfill. Mm -hmm. Now, look at verse 23 again. Verse 23 says, For my angel will go before thee and bring them in unto the Amorites, the Hittites, the Persiasites, the Canaanites, the Hivites and the Jebusites, and I will cut them off. I love that. Now, all these ites, these are demon spirits. They have different assignments. There's one spirit that causes sickness and disease. There's another spirit, watch, pay attention for it now. There's another that keeps uh, political parties fighting against each other. Did you know that? All right, now. There's a reason why these people are fighting like they are. It's those demon spirits that they don't see with their natural eyes. But brothers and sisters, let me tell you, they there. Are you hearing me? Yeah. They are there. Now notice he said about blessing our bread and our water. You remember that? Yes. Now watch this here. How do you bless that? What do you have to do to bless it? Think about that for a second. What do you have to do? Let's put it this way. What do you have to do to bless your food? You have to speak. Ah, <laughs> uh, come on now. Now, 
I'm getting ready to go into your territory, so to speak, okay? okay. Let's go let's go to Genesis chapter eleven. Genesis chapter eleven. And let's look at verse six and verse seven. Now, I trust that you are keeping good notes this morning. Okay? You got you about to Genesis chapter 11, verses 6 and 7. Yes. And the All King right. James, and it, and it says, And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language. And this they began to do. And now nothing will be transformed. Nothing will be resistant or restrained from them, which they have imagined to do. Verse 7, go to, let us go down and there confound their language that they may not understand one another's speech. Did y'all catch that? Yes. Look at what's happening here. <clears throat> Write this down. Words are the most powerful thing there is in the universe. I'll say it again. Words are the most powerful thing there is in the universe. Now, I know what some of y'all thinking. You're thinking money is. No, it is not. If I had to take a choice, I would take words. Amen. Now, Prophet, I know you're going to jump in here. So anytime you get ready, just jump in. Mm -hmm. Now, folks, listen. These two verses, show you why I said what I said. That words being the most powerful thing there is in the universe. Mm -hmm. This is why. Notice they was trying to build a tower to heaven. Okay. God meant them to do that. So what did he do? Did he take their tools away from them? No. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, a carpenter tell you, contractor tell you, oh, well, I need my tools. I can't work without my tools. Listen, God did not take their tools from them. He said, let's go in there And let's deal with their language, with their speech. Let's deal with words. Why? Because they can't get nothing done without words, and neither can me or you. All right. You can't get anything done without words. Write this down. Remember Genesis chapter 1, verse 1? In the beginning, Genesis 1, 1, 
Okay. In the beginning, God created the what? The heavens and the earth. Mm-hmm. And the earth was formed and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit mm-hmm. of God moved upon the face of the water. Here we go. And God what? Said. Mm-hmm. And God said. And God mm-hmm. said. That's right. God doesn't do anything without speaking it first. When he said it, he was making it. Are you listening to me? Mm-hmm. When you and I say, with Jesus stripes, we were healed. Amen. Let me tell you something. The devil and demons want to get out of your way when they find out you're in agreement with God. You need to take notes here. When they what? When they find out you are in agreement with God. Now, listen. You cannot be healed. If you are not in agreement with God, somebody said, well, well, will you agree with me about this? Will you touch and agree with me about that? Listen to me very carefully. You have to be in agreement with God. Brother Elder, what are you talking about? I'm so happy that you asked that. Listen, you have to say the same thing that he said. See, many people want to touch and agree, but they really don't know how to. You can't ask the prophet or not to come in agreement with you, but all three of us are saying something different. Oh, wow. You see, write this down. In Romans chapter 10, in verse 9, it says, If thou shalt confess with your mouth, got to say it, and believe in your heart that God had raised him from the dead, you'll be saved, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. That word confess in the Hebrew. It is homologio. It means to say the same thing as God has said. Jesus said, you're healed. But you keep wanting to say what the doctor said. That's not in agreement with God. Now we're not doc we're not we are not knocking doctors. Please don't misunderstand that. Praise God for doctors. Thank God for doctors. But folks, listen to me. If you're going to be healed, get the word of God in your heart. How do you get it in there? You speak it in there. You keep saying what he said. You keep saying what the word of God said. When the word of God gets in you, faith comes. Why? Faith comes by what? Hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Come on, prophet. Let me let you in here. Uh, you're doing a great job. You're on a roll. 
Now listen. Again, you've got to agree with God. Let me put it this way. You've got to become one with him. How do you become one with him? How are you and I going to touch and agree? We have to become one. We must say the same thing. Believe the same thing. Believe it the exact same way. We must say it exactly like God said it to be in agreement. My, my, my. Are y'all getting this? Yeah. See? Look at Jeremiah chapter 30 and verse 17. But let's look at it in NIV. Jeremiah. 30. What it? Uh huh. In verse 17, NIV. In the NIV, we're leaving uh-huh. King James for a moment. And we're going to run over to the NIV. And the NIV says this Jeremiah 30 and 17. But I will restore you to health and heal your wounds, declares the Lord. Because you are called an outcast, Zion, for whom no one cares. Wow. And I will restore you. And I will restore you. Do you hear the Lord talking to you? I yes. will restore you to what? To health. To health, yes. To and health. I will do I will. Yes. And the, the, I will restore you to health and heal your wounds because you've been called an outcast. I love that. Now, listen. If you keep saying something different other than what God is saying, you are calling yourself an outcast. You are. Oh, my free. God. Oh, you my are God. In, not with God. You are in agreement with the mm. one who made you sick. Come on now. God have any sickness to put on you. Sickness mm. and this comes from Satan. Not God. Are y'all hearing this? Come on. You are in agreement with the devil. Again, look at what look at what the word of God says. And I will, and I will, and he has. Heals you and do what? Yes, and he'll heal your wounds, said the Lord, and restore your to health. He will restore you to health. He will restore you to health. If you Amen. get it and say the same thing, see, this is a scripture you can put, look, you need to be confessing it, saying it, saying it again and again and again and again and over some more and add infinitum and say it some more. And then you say it some more. Why? Why is that so important? To say it. They come it by hearing. Notice the way God stopped them from building a tower. Yes. He messed with their speech. Yes, he did. Their words, their speech was cut off. He didn't take their... He dealt with what they were saying. 
He dealt with words. And this is the reason why words are the most powerful thing there is in the universe. Come on in, Prophet. Praise the Lord. Amen. Yeah, it is. That's interesting. I, you know, I love that passage right there because uh, we we oftentimes, you know, we read over these kinds of uh, little hints and clues that's in the word of God. And that Genesis spells it out right there. When you went into Genesis uh, chapter 11, I'm going to back up to that a minute. I know that's what you're alluding to when you said he confound their speech. Uh, Genesis uh, 11, there it is. And the Lord said, behold, the people, yeah, the people is one and they have all one language. And this they began to do. And now nothing will be restrained from them. You see, when, when everybody's on one accord, that's why Satan works the hardest to make sure there is no agreement in the earth. He wants to make sure that, that husbands and wives are, are at odds with one another. He wants to make sure siblings are at odds with one another. As you mentioned, he wants right. to make sure the government officials are at odds with one another. He wants to make sure everybody's arguing because when there is an agreement, you see it right there for yourself. This is the way it was in the beginning, and that's the way it will be today if we make it up in our mind to say, what, we're going to agree, we're going to be, we're going to find a place to connect. We may not agree on everything that the other person says, but we will find a place to connect. Hmm. Do you see it? And so this is what was going on in Genesis 11. Now, these people were not saved people, <laughs> but yet, come on, I want to show you the power of agreement, you know, because what were they doing? They were not building a tower unto God. No, they were building a tower unto themselves. You know, right. when you read that whole story, you will see that's what they were doing. And so they were uh, on one accord. They were in agreement about it. You know, the Bible talks about agreement over there in Matthew chapter 8. And verse up around verse 19, you can go read that uh, if you'd like. That's a good reference point to put in your notes. Agreement is is powerful, especially when husbands and wives come together and agree on something. What does that verse over there? I'm not over, I'm not over there in Matthew, but I'll just quote it. It says, two of you touching and agreeing on anything. Look at that. Anything. Anything that they may ask. Two of you in the earth. So look at the qualifications. Where are you in your spouse? You're in the earth. So you qualify. Right. Then he says, uh, touch and agree on anything. Look at that. Anything that they may ask. Now, let me clarify that a little bit. Anything according to the will of God. You cannot go and ask God, can you have the neighbor's wife or the neighbor's husband? No, that's not according to the will of God. But if you find something in the word of God and you agree with your spouse that you want to have that, he's saying, you will have that. Mm -hmm. Are you listening? So right. that's how yeah. that works. That's how it works. And and I want you to read that verse carefully because Jesus is quoting the scripture to us, but he's saying, he's not saying he's going to do the work. So you get a, a minute today when you get off out of the training, out of the healing clinic today, out of this uh, healing school this morning and go look at that verse carefully. He said, it'll be done for you by my father. Come on. Jesus is making that promise to you. If, so what is, the, what is it? The qualifications. You are in the earth. You and your spouse, right? Yes, you are. And, 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 or, and this can be done with anyone, but you want to make sure you're coming in agreement. That person is in agreement with you. 
The reason why we say spouse is because usually they, you know, come together and they agree on things. But if you find another Christian, someone in the body of Christ, who you know, if they're going to give you their word, they're going to agree with you, then that's a safe place to person to come in agreement with. Because agreement means this. It's just what Apostle was saying. That word uh, confession, homologio, it means to what? Say the same thing. Right? It means to say the same thing. So you wouldn't say A and the person says B and think we're going to have an agreement. No, we will not. So that's the qualifications. Make sure you're in the earth and make sure you're saying the same thing. So that's what agreement is. So that's what was going on over here in Genesis chapter 11 and verse 6. And the Lord said, behold, the people are one. That's what that means. The people are one. Do you see it? The people are one. But he said, it says it, well, it says the people is one. But it's the same thing. They were speaking the King James language back then and we understand that so the people is one and they all have one language well when everybody's speaking the same thing and we have the same language now you try getting someone who's speaking english and someone who's speaking spanish and someone who's speaking french and someone who's speaking german are you listening to me some was speaking swahili these languages coming together and you don't understand one another what will you be able to get done uh, you, you understand what we're saying? You know, as 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 common as the Spanish language is today, most people don't understand Spanish. You know, we have a business in our family. Uh, one of our family members has a business, and every year when she's doing the taxes in her business, she hires someone who speaks fluent Spanish to what accommodate her Spanish customers. Because she yeah. doesn't speak, she doesn't know what they're talking about. Even though she's been around and she can pick out some, you know, bits and pieces, but to know what to understand them, because, you know, they, they, I don't mind about that baby, and they speak fast. So it's, you know, and they're not trying to teach you anything. They're just speaking to one another. So she has to bring in that, that consultant, that person who's, who's versed, who's, who's, who's fluent in that Spanish language to help our customers. So I said all that to say this, they all have one language. Well, if you're speaking Spanish and someone is speaking English, that's not one language. Here, these people all have one language. And yes. the Bible says, and this they began to do. What did they begin to do? They began to build the tower. And he said, nothing will restrain them. Why? Because they are, and he said, not only that, not even what they even imagined to do. These people are working. They're getting the job done. But look at verse 7, what God did. He didn't go down and make a, a broad announcement. He didn't say, take away the hammers and take away the nails and the putty and whatever else they were building that oh, tower with. The straws and whatever they were making martyr with. He didn't do that. He didn't even touch it. He confounded their languages. You see that in verse 7? He confounded their languages because he knew that's how they were being successful. Do you know Satan knows that about you? He knows that when, when when we get an agreement, when we say what the word of God says, and see, thank God for getting an agreement with other people. But do you know you can get an agreement with the word of God? That's what Apostle is talking about this morning. He said to say the same thing what God said. Say what he has said. And then I yes. like the way he brought out a few minutes ago. He said in verse in Jeremiah 30 and 17 in the in the NIV, it says, but I will restore to health and heal your wounds, declares the Lord, because they have called you an outcast. And then Apostle said, well, you know, if you are still calling yourself sick, you are calling yourself an outcast. 
Did you Absolutely. catch that? I caught that. I caught that. Man, that was powerful. So I don't want to call myself an outcast. They call me an outcast. But the Lord said, I will for you to help. You have to go around saying, I am restored to help. Now you might say, come on now, prophet, I'm not restored. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Because God said you are. You're not going to call him a liar, right? You see, this is where faith comes in. Child of God, we talked about that in in detail on Sunday. I want to encourage you to tune in on Sunday morning. We're going to go back into that. We're going to talk about that a little bit more. What am I saying? You don't walk by the five senses anymore. That's right. Come on now. You don't walk by, by the five senses. The Bible says those of us who are kingdom citizens, how do we walk? We walk by faith. What does that mean? We receive the word of God. We may not see it operating in our lives at the moment. But when you confess what thus said the Lord, he said, you take that by faith. You believe it at that moment. You begin to speak it. You begin to confess it. You begin to claim it. You get up every morning praising God for it, saying those scriptures over and over, believing God's word, taking that word, eating that word, putting that word in the spirit, child of God. Now, what's happening in the spirit world? See, because that's where faith works in the spirit world. So those five senses, what did we touch, taste, smell, hear, feel? That's not, you know, that's for this world system. That's to help us to get along in the world, right? We have to be able to use those senses well, or to make sure we, we are communicating properly and we're getting everything done properly and, and we're successful. But now when you become a born-again uh, citizen of the kingdom of God, you have a sixth sense. And it's called what? It's called faith. It's called faith. And that's. that's how we're believing God to receive our healing. Now you can as apostle say we don't we don't have anything against doctors. There are some blessed doctors out there, but they can only go so far, child of God. Are you listening to us this morning? They can only take you so far. Bless their darling heart. But there is someone who can take you into the spirit realm and heal you from the inside out. Medicine will heal you from the outside in. Did you catch that? You have to take the Take these pills and call me in the morning. So that's an outside source going into your body to heal or to what? Cause the pain and the stress to what? Heal up a little bit or, or lighten up. But when you go to the father who created you, the maker of heaven and earth who created you, he knows how to heal you from what? The inside out. Are y'all mm-hmm. in here me? And hear me. I'm going to say it again. He heals from the inside out. The Bible says the can, the, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. What's searching all the inward parts of the belly, searching every area, searching the sores and the sicknesses and the diseases and the problems. He knows where those problems are. And he goes right in there through the spirit of God. Are y'all not listening? And begins to do a work in you. Why? Because you are confessing his word. You are agreeing with his word. You are saying what he's saying. See, God stepped out in the Bible says in the beginning, we looked at that apostle brought that in as well in Genesis 1 and 1. And he said, let there be. He didn't speak to the darkness. He saw the darkness. So child of God, let me put it this way. If you want the cat, you're not going to call for the dog. 
That's right. Oh, come on now. If you want your your kitten, you're not going to call for the dog. If you want your dog, you're not going to call for the cat. You want the cat, you're going to call the cat. You want your healing this morning, so you're not going to walk around saying, well, I'm still sick. That's calling for something that you already have. That's right. You must get your words lined up with God's word. He said, I will restore you to health. And he said that. Believe it. And you just keep, Father, thank you for restoring me to health. Uh, thank you for restoring and declaring and taking those wounds and healing my wounds. Oh, I just thank you for that. you got to take him at his word by faith. That's good. You see it? That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. It isn't, I mean, it may seem a little confusing, but you know what? You're going to get it. Just hang in there, child of God. A lot of the things we talk about, you don't, you're not going to find this in your Sunday morning churches that you go to, you're just not going to find that. And that's why we do what we do, because we want to break it down. We want to make sure you understand what you have. You've been having this all along, but it's just like having a brand new car. If you're like me, when I get a car, brand new car, I'm just interested in driving it. Ah, y'all listening to me? I don't know all that other mechanical stuff. I don't pay attention to any of that. I just want to drive the car. Even sometimes the apostle tell me, he said, you know what, you have the gas. You better go to the gas station. I'm not even paying attention to that. I just want to drive. And that's yeah. the way it is with, with many of us. We get born again. We want to be born again. We love it. But we don't know all the mechanics of being born again. We don't, we, this is all we're saying. Take the time, open the book, and let's find out what we have, what really belongs to us as born again believers in the kingdom of God. We stress, we talk a lot about salvation. Thank God for salvation because that's where it all starts. We couldn't even be here if we weren't saved first, not spiritually, you know, not, not this kind of healing we're talking about. We can go to the doctors and get healed. But you would not receive a spiritual healing if you're not born again first. So that's the beginning. And so we talk a lot about salvation in our Sunday morning services, and we give God praise, and we're not knocking that. But why why stop there when there's more than salvation that came through the cross? Yep. Are you listening to me? Your healing came through the cross. Are you listening? Your prosperity came through the cross. But we don't spend a lot of time talking about that. Are you listening? So that's what we're doing. When you come to healing school, we talk about that healing that came through the call. Amen? That total deliverance. That's yeah. what God is all about. That's what Jesus died to provide. And I love what a man of God said many years ago. He said this, and I never forgot it, and I picked it up. I adopted it. He said this, I will not go one more day in this world doing without what Jesus died to provide for me. Amen. I'll say it again. I will not go one more day in this world doing without what Jesus died to provide for me. What did he die to provide? He died to provide your salvation. He died to provide your healing. And he died to provide your prosperity. Yes. How do we, how do we acquire it? How do we appropriate it? How do we get it to operate in our lives? Is what we're talking about now, child of God. You must, it's, you know, salvation is called the great confession. Yes, it is. It's called the great confession. So you must begin to make these confessions, find these scriptures in the word of God that promise you, that promise you, that promise you your healing. 
what he promised, just like he said over in Jeremiah. Let's go back. But I will, Jeremiah 30, 17, but I will restore you to health and heal your wounds, declares the Lord. This is your father saying this. Why? Mm -hmm. Because they, they called you an outcast. He said, but I will restore you. So you can go and claim that. Did you know that? You can say, you can go to God and say, Father, you, you said in your word, you, you, you said you would restore me to health. So restore me to health right now. Just go ahead and do it. I'll receive it. I'll believe it. Now that's your part. See, I, I share with you every time I teach that salvation, the word of God is just like a big chess game. It's like a big, you know, game of chess or checkers or whatever you're, you call it, a backgammon, whatever. These are board games where it's a, one person moves, then the next person moves. Come on. When you're dealing with the word of God, it's always your move first. What do you have to do? You have to find this word and then believe it. Yep. Then he'll make, he'll make his move. That's good. He'll make his move. Are you listening? You make your move and he'll make his. What is your move? Find it in his word, confess it by faith, and then just stand there waiting for him to do it. The Bible says, having done all to stand. 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 Then stand there. That's right. That's right. Praise God. Let's look at, uh, let's see. Yeah, we got time for another one. Let's look at St. John chapter 14. In verse 14. Now, I love everything you said. Amen. This you want that one in the King James? King James. King James. Thank you. St. John chapter so, 14. <clears throat> so we're going back to King James. And we have John 14 and 14. And it says, if you shall act anything in my name, I will do it. If you what? If you if act, you act if, anything, if you act anything in my name, I will do it. <laughs> now here we're back at language again. All right now. Talk it. So you gotta act Word, first though. Words yeah. is the most powerful thing there is in the earth. If you ask anything in my what? In my name. Now I will do it. That's, that's a great do it. promise. Now watch this here. If you ask, I can also mm. put there, if you agree. If you what? If you agree. Whatsoever you ask in my name, whatsoever you agree with me in my name, I'll what? I'll do it. Somebody said, well, uh, I want to marry this man, but you know, he, you know, he's this and he's that and he's the other, but I'm going to change him. No, you're not. Why? Because he's not in agreement with you to begin with. What chance do you think you have of changing this person and he didn't change before he said, I do, or you didn't, you know? Do you see what I'm saying to you here? Marriage is about agreement. Being healed 
It's all about agreement. Saying the same thing that God has said. Go go to uh, Matthew chapter 7 and verse 7 in the King James right quick. Matthew? Yes. 7 and 7? Uh-huh. Matthew chapter 7 and 7 says, Acts, and it shall be given, shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Now listen. Here it is again. All about agreement. Read it again. I'm going to stop you in between. Ask, and it shall be given you. Now pause. All right. Agree, and it will be given to you. If you agree. Whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, that will he do. When you go to the Father, go agreeing with what he said. Give him back his word. Be healed in Jesus' name this morning. That's what we are telling you. Now, you have to understand. Ah. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for here? Many people want to be healed, but they keep dealing with the facts. In other words, prophet, they're looking in the natural. Uh-huh. Well, how can you say I'm healed when I don't feel healed? See, you, you're dealing in the natural. Okay. But Jesus said you are. Now watch this here. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1 in the Amplified Classic. Hmm. Now it is the what? <clears throat> Hebrews 11 1 in the Amplified Classic says it like this. <clears throat> Praise God. Okay, here we go. It said <clears throat> it says now, faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of things we hope for being the proof of things we do not see and the conviction of their reality. Faith, believing as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. Faith reveals as real facts. What's not what? Revealed to your senses. In other words, you can't see it with your eyes. Mm -hmm. But faith takes you from reality to truth. Uh -huh. I'll say that again. Faith takes you from reality up to truth. Mm -hmm. This is why the scripture says, the law came by Moses, but grace and truth came by who? Jesus Christ. Okay. Grace 
and fruit. See, <clears throat> it's fact that you're sick. But guess what? It's not true. Truth is on a much higher, 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 higher plane than a fact. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. God want to take you up into faith where the truth exists. See, Jesus says, by his stripes, you were what? You were healed. Mm -hmm. But now watch this here. We read the scripture this morning where he said, I will do what? Restore you to what? To help. I will restore you. Folks, listen to me. If you've never been there before, you can't be restored back to something that you never had. Jesus said by his you were healed. That's right. Before you were sick, you were healed. So in the fall of man, listen to me, Mr. and Mrs. Adam were operating from revelation. Okay. In the spirit realm. But when they fell, they fell from revelation. And that's when education began. See, God had Mr. and Mrs. Adam discerning. He didn't have okay. them learning, but discerning. Right. Are you getting? Yes. They were discerning. But when they fell, education began. Now they got to learn. Mm. Oh, you got to catch this. Uh, what are we saying? I'm telling you, we're encouraging you to come up to the spirit realm where you are healed, where you are made whole, where your money ain't funny. Are you listening to me? <laughs> where the bill is paid. Come on now. So forth and so on. All this has been done for you. Again, he said, I will restore you. I will restore, re, R-E, restore you. Put it back. Bring it back. Do again. I'm going to restore you to help. You must have been in it before. You were. And that's why the scripture says, and Adam all died. In Christ, all <clears throat> Were made alive. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Amen.